I mean, climate change is a little bit, unfortunately, like smoking. The effects of it will come years or decades later. You can enjoy something now, if, if you think smoking is enjoyable at least, um, but you can enjoy something now, you can do something now, but the effects will happen like decades later. And this is like the main problem, of course, with climate change and with um, behavioral changes, let it be on political or individual level. This is the IASS podcast with Anja Krieger. I am here at the COP23 Climate Summit in Bonn together with Pete Selke. Pete works for the Copernicus project Inavi and we were just at an event that they um, hosted out in the Rheinauer. Yeah, we had an event from the Inavi project with different people coming together and it was quite interesting. We were discussing basically how to implement the energy transition in Germany to achieve the climate summit goals. Um, and there are lots of problems attached with that. There are lots of technical solutions, there's lots of knowledge um, all over the place. And we had different people uh, discussing specific problems and some of those specific problems are for example the um, traffic change. We need to do something about the traffic in Germany and other countries as well, but we focused on Germany. Um, we also discussed the decarbonization and in the context of coal, how can we, you know, we still have a lot of coal um, plants running and there's no clear schedule at least um, how to solve that. And thirdly, we also discussed EU regulation and governance because we are not like on an island in Germany, but we are like connected to many European institutions and we need to align those organizations and those decision processes with each other. So these were three big issues and problems that we discussed earlier in this meeting together with like, guests who walked in, um, together with scientists from other institutions. Um, and we also talked about the discourse that is necessary for implementing the energy transition because this is often a little bit a side story to the whole climate change um, story that we need to actually get the people on board for this transition um, because it's not doable um, for science or politics alone. So those were all the topics we discussed and um, I think it was a quite interesting meeting. Mm -hmm. the, the central product of Inavi is supposed to be a navigation tool that allows researchers to assess the effects and side effects of economic, political, legal, or social measures in advance. I'm reading from your brochure, <laughs> obviously. What does that mean? What kind of uh, tool will that be? Right. Well, the navigation tool, um, we can't think about it as something like what you have in your car, because that is quite coherent. You know, there's just like one way that is right. Um, if you want to go from A to B, um, you go left, you go right, you go straight, and then you're there. This will not be the exact same thing in the Inavi project, but um, what we want to do with the Inavi project and the navigation tool is to say, like, look, if you want to achieve those climate goals, um, you have several options in front of you, which we call interventions, because those interventions politicians can use to say, we want to increase the number of electric cars, so we can do this by taxes or we can do this by incentives and those are different interventions we can use. Um, what is the result of the impact of those interventions? This is the navigation we want to provide. And this navigation also must be socially robust, which means like that this must be discussed with stakeholders because they might have a different view 
on what are the trade-offs between intervention one and intervention two. Some will maybe um, support the higher taxing of fossil fuel cars. Some will maybe um, rather be in favor for incentives to buy electric cars. And there are many more issues on the same level, on the practical level. And that's why we also discuss it with practical um, organizations from the practical uh, um, field um, to see like what, what can we do that we get socially robust navigation interventions. And those interventions are meant for the policy sector in the end to say, like, okay, so if you go this way, we will be a little bit better, better off here and have some problems there and we can maybe compensate or you know, do something else about those issues that arise with that. This is the navigation that is planned in there. Could you give us an example of how this tool could help in a specific case? Right, so for example, um, if you um, think about wind power, and which is like you know scientifically, of course, not a big question anymore. We know a lot about wind power, how it works, how to do it, what's best, and so on. Um, but the question arises on different levels. So the navigation tool would say now, okay, so first of all, or the project would start asking. Um, who's involved with this wind power that you want to have in a specific village? It's, of course, the local community. It's the citizens. It's the science who provides the knowledge to do this. It's companies who built that. It's uh, maybe NGOs who promote it or work against it, whatever it is. Um, it's someone who makes also some money with it. And it's other people who look at it. Um, and so all those people basically have sometimes different views on um, what's good and what's not good about this wind power, um, we would analyze on a scientific basis, what does it mean? Like, where, where's the, the scientific background of all those claims? Where's the scientific um, knowledge that we need to talk about state-of-the-art knowledge regarding wind power in this example? Um, but then we would go on and say like, okay, so for the specific research agendas now to investigate, we need to integrate already stakeholders into the research process. We want to ask them, and we are asking them, what do you need as answers for your experience outside? So for example, we, we, we have those people coming together, um, industry, NGOs, civil society, local communities, and discuss um, what do we need as answers from science to be able to implement this wind power farm in our local community in the best way possible. And those are technical questions, those are social acceptance questions, those are maybe ethical questions, those are economic questions. And um, they need to be shared in the beginning already. They need to be generated together. That's what we call co-creative agenda setting. Um, so that we come together and do this. Then we go in the process that science actually is working on those issues and comes up with different options. You can build the wind power um, close to the village, um, or you can go further away. Maybe the land is more expensive further away. So there's a trade-off to be made, whether it's closer and we have it more in sight, or whether it's further away, but we have to pay more. Um, and so th this is a trade-off. Who can decide on that? Basically, it's again, um, science can give us the help to say like how big the trade-off would be. And the people affected by it can say like, okay, so this trade-off is fine with me or is not fine with me. And so we have to discuss with them again how to evaluate those trade-offs and um, how to 
make the best socially robust um, solution from that so that it will be accepted afterwards. And that would be just for wind power. It's a you know, simplified example, of course. Um, but this is the, the, the underlying logic. And in the end, we want to give the navigation to the policymakers and say, like, look, if you want to have wind power, um, these are the things to think about. These are the, the ideas people have. This is the state of our knowledge that we can contribute to it. Mm -hmm. So basically you get together all the research on these energy, energy transition issues and you compile possible social conflicts, um, perspectives people have, and then you put them into a navigation tool, which I imagine is some kind of... Um, online tool or, or computer program at some point and then uh, policymakers can can look at that and um, s be prepared for the social conflicts that might arise and how they could try to work around them is that right yeah that's 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 the idea i mean it's not only social conflict of course also economic issues or political issues and what's what's feasible on the european level and so on so there are a lot of questions involved in this um, and so um, the, the navigation system is meant to give advice on the interventions to the policymakers. So it's supposed to say, um, if you do A, B will be worse off, and the other way around. And uh, there are some other strategies in this. But there are other challenges in the project as well. Um, if you think alone about like um, 84 organizations, we are 84 organizations working together uh, in this project and they're all like thinking about the solutions to specific climate related questions of course they also have different models they use to calculate and they have different models to assess impacts on the society or on the system um, and even that alone is is a huge achievement to get those models together into a discussion process and to say um, we need to concentrate in the end on a synergy of those different models. We want to come up with like ideas about different interventions based on those models. And this is already because in, in, in we often have the problem that discussions are then based on the fact level, saying like your model is wrong and you didn't calculate right or you're using assumptions that are not valid anymore. Um, and if you try to combine this knowledge about all that, then we actually can achieve like a better outcome than if you have those models only in parallel. Mm -hmm. From what you researched so far, what do you think are the biggest obstacles to a fast energy transition? Because if, if we look at climate science, this needs to happen very, very fast. Right. I think, um, I mean, climate change is a little bit, unfortunately, like smoking. The effects of it will come years or decades later. We can enjoy something now. If, if you think smoking is enjoyable at least. Um, but you can enjoy something now, you can do something now, but the effects will happen like decades later. And this is like the main problem, of course, with climate change and with um, behavioral changes, let it be on political or individual level. So there are a lot of things that need to happen. Of course, there need to be um, policies in action and also like policy processes in action that take on those questions for real. Um, which is often not so easy because the usual period of a government is four or five years. Within those four or five years, nothing will be solved. This is just like a first step towards something. Um, and so I guess it's quite human to focus on the problems that need to be solved in the four f next four or five years. Um, so this needs to change. 
I think also the individual behavior needs to change because it is, of course, a choice whether I go by car or not. It's a small choice to make, but it's, it is a choice. And so behavioral changes on the individual level are necessary on, in many areas. Um, but I think the most important part of that is, is like to get to a shared agenda. And I don't feel that we really have that so far um, because, again, it's quite normal um, that this happens. We have many different agendas because you look at your own piece of cake, basically, um, that you want to protect or that you want to work with. Um, and so this, this combined agenda, that is only possible for all, when, when, if all those actors actually come together and join. This is the great thing about those Copernicus projects, that all those actors scientifically and from society come together and join in the joint effort um, to actually move something forward with the climate change projects. Thank you very much, Pete. It was my pleasure. For your insights. This was the podcast of the Institute for Advanced Sustainability Studies in Potsdam, Germany. Thank you for listening. Bye-bye. <laughs>